I could not have planned this episode and the topic better. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about procrastination. We're going to be talking about wanting to have a routine but not knowing where to start. And we're going to talk about all of those projects that you've started and have not completed. And why it is so perfect is because I was supposed to record this episode last week on Thursday, and then I put it off to Friday to make all of my show notes about it. And I said, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it later. And then my stepdaughter was here and I got caught up in family. It is now Monday. This episode gets published tomorrow. So yay procrastination. Well, hello there. Welcome to The Spark Effect. My name is Wendy Durrell, and I am a lifestyle and health director, a yoga teacher, and stepmom. I believe we should all live the healthiest, happiest life possible while still enjoying it, and I know how hard that can be on your own. Sometimes it just takes a spark to change a life. So if you're looking for help, inspiration, or support, in areas like confidence, diet, fitness, career, relationships, and the general day-to-day, make yourself cozy. I'm here for you, I believe in you, and we're all capable of so much. I want you to live the best version of your life possible. I know this is gonna be good, so let's hit it. A few years ago, I was sitting and I was talking to my boyfriend, Lou, about my career and about my future and about how I was frustrated and stressed out. And I just, I didn't know what the right path was. I didn't know what to do next. And he said, and he's a manager and he's, one of the things I admire most about him is is that ability to, to manage people and, and take on that leadership role. So I go to him with a lot of these things. And he said, well, when you're really good at starting things, you're an excellent starter and you have all the passion going in, but you suck at the follow through and at completing things. And of course, when he said this, because we're in a relationship, I immediately got defensive and shut down and got really quiet. But I tend to be someone that processes constructive criticism fairly quickly. And I knew he was right. I knew that what he said was 100% accurate. I am really good at starting things. I love taking on projects. I love learning new things, but actually completing them and following through on them until I was about, I would say, 37 years old, I was awful at. I I started many things and never completed them. And so it took until having these discussions with him and also really investing in my brain and in, in personal development to find things and tools that would help me with this thing. I know that I'm not alone in this. If you've ever started things and not completed them, if you don't have a good routine with your day to day, then you're my people and this episode is for you. We all have things that we start and we don't finish. Things like home improvement projects, art, work, study, organizing things in the home, physical exercise, that's a big one that people put off, confrontation, handling finances and stressful financial situations, making important decisions. And then there's things like, you know, getting regular doctor checkups, making phone calls, answering emails, Or even like donating those clothes that you have in trash bags that you've had either in the trunk of your car or your garage for six months. We all procrastinate. And one of the biggest lies that we tell ourselves is that if we procrastinate, we're saving time or that we work best when we wait to the last minute. We work best under pressure. We say things like, I'll get to that later. I'll do it later. And we think that we're like, we have more important shit to do 
And so we're saving that time for later. You're not saving time. And in fact, you're actually removing some of the natural brain functions in the process. There's something called the distributed practice effect. Now, this happens in your brain. When you learn things over time with breaks in between, you'll have better long-term retention. So if you're learning things or you're doing things in smaller increments, you will actually retain the knowledge better and learn things faster than you would if you waited to the very last second. This can come into like things like college and study. This can be, you know, work learning something new. But if you wait until the last second, it works against your memory and you'll work harder to retain that information that you could have easily held on to if you had started on time. I'm going to tell you what worked for me and the resources that helped me with this because the most successful people in the world tend to do the same things. They have similarities. And so the first thing that we have to talk about is their morning routine. Now, I am not a morning person. I have never been a morning person. I hate morning people. They're so cheery. They just bound out of bed. And I happen to fall in love with one. (laughs) He, the alarm goes off and he just like gets out of bed like it's no big deal. My alarm goes off and I feel like I've been hit with like a tow truck several times and then dragged several blocks. I am not a morning person, but most successful people are. So I investigated this whole morning thing. I read this book called The Miracle Morning. There's lots of books like it. There's lots of articles like it. Basically what it says is that having a morning routine is super valuable and really good. So for me, I started with let's wake up 15 minutes earlier. And then after a couple of weeks, let's make wake up 15 minutes earlier than that. And I made it a gradual thing because my 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 body wants to get up at like 8 a.m. But my brain <laughs> wants me to be up by like 7. So I made like a compromise. I get up about 7.15 every morning now. And that's not early. That is actually late for most of these people. But for me, it's really early. So that's the first thing. Ideally, what you want eventually, is to have an hour or two in the morning to do a whole bunch of things that you never have time to do, like make a to-do list, make a gratitude list. Not everyone is going to be, you know, wired to make, you know, a gratitude list. But if you are someone who likes to journal and write those things down, that's how you should start your morning. Start your morning with a list like that. I get out my planner. I write down all of the things that I know I have to do for the day and kind of schedule it out. If you're someone that works out, this is also an excellent time to get your workout in. Jump in the shower, make your coffee, take time to read some of the news, clear out your inbox for your email. But spending the time to get all of this stuff done before your workday starts is going to make your workday so much more productive. Eventually, you'll wake up on your own without your alarm once, once you've done this long enough. I now wake up automatically at about seven every morning. Now the dogs help me (laughs) get up in the morning because they know that that's when I'm going to get up and feed them and walk them. But eventually your body just kind of gets used to it and wakes up. For me, for this fall and winter, I'm going to start pushing my clock back. I'd like to start getting up about six so that I have even more time to get things done that I like to get done in the morning. Having a morning routine is also going to give you discipline and you're going to need that discipline for follow through. Like I said before, excellent starter. I'm awful at following through and completing things. And going back a little bit further, when I was about 30 years old, that was right after I found out about the tumor in my head. I was over 300 pounds. And I hit that low place in my life where I was like, I am 
either always going to be like this or something's going to change. And in that moment, I decided I'm not going to live the rest of my life like this. I am going to do this thing. And for me, it was yoga. I did yoga every single day. That led to me eating a little bit better. It led to me being more confident and meeting people and getting a new job. And it just, it, it snowballed into all of these wonderful things in my life. And it was one of those things was I had a morning routine at that time. I got up every morning and did yoga and had my coffee and sat with my journal. So I see the power and the value in having a morning routine and how it will lead you to having discipline and then lead you to following through on other things in your life. When I decided to launch my own company and work on my own brand, it was one of those moments where I was like, no, I am doing this. I am showing up every single day and I'm going to, I'm going to be teachable. I'm going to learn from all of these people that know it better than I do. And this isn't going to be another thing that my boyfriend or, or, you know, my stepkids or my family can say, oh, that was another thing that Wendy started and never finished. Establishing these, these things the morning routine will help you in so many parts of your life that you never even considered it helping you in. A huge thing for me is also I had to decide to put decision over emotion. I tend to be a very emotional person. I will cry during commercials. I am, um, I am, I am a crier. <laughs> I hate admitting that, but I am. But so deciding to do things even if I don't want to do them in the moment is, is hard. It's, I'm very resistant to it, but it can be done. And I had a client ask me last month or the month before, how, and this, we were talking about diet, but then it led to talking about other things. Like, how do you continue to do things every single day that you might not want to do? And for me, it's, it's pretty simple um, once you get do, once you get into the habit of doing it. The second I think, hey, I should do this thing because it would be good, I start moving, like physically moving to do it. Uh, it. It starts with I should make the bed in the morning. I start making the bed right away because our brain is complicated and tricky. If you start thinking about things too long, and I think it's like, I think they've actually done the science behind this. It's like less than 10 seconds or something like that. But if you think about it too long, you will talk yourself out of it or into it. If you're thinking like, ooh, those cookies look so good. I shouldn't have them. But... If you think about that, those cookies long enough, you will justify having those cookies. And not that there's anything wrong with cookies. All of my cookie monsters out there, they are delightful and delicious and you should enjoy them in moderation. But you know what I'm talking about. If you think about something long enough, you'll either talk yourself out of or into it. And usually the, it's the bad. It's the, the, the devil on your shoulder that's at work right there. So when I think I should do this thing, I should work out. Working out's a really good example for me. I don't have a lot of motivation to work out every single day. Now I do it and you know I do it because you see that I, I, I talk about it constantly, but I don't want to do it most days. So the second I think, oh, I got to work out, I put on my sneakers. I, I, I turn on my, my, my fitness tracker, my watch, and I know within like two minutes, I better start doing something or the heart rate monitor is going to be like, are you dead? I decide to do it and I start moving before my brain can convince me emotionally not to do it. So I encourage you, do those things. If you think, hey, I should do these dishes right now, start moving. If you start moving right away, you will you will do them and they'll be done and yes, hooray. But if you don't, you will talk yourself out of it. And then a couple hours later when you're even more tired and even more grumpy and even more pissed off, then you'll have to do it. So that can, that can work for, I'm sorry if I just hit the mic really hard. I'm like, boom, um, <laughs> that, 
that can work for so many things in your life as far as um, professionally, emotionally, in your relationships, in your health, in all of your things. Start moving. When you decide to do something, when you have that thought, like this is a good idea, I should do this, I should do this, this would be better for me, start moving physically. Start start moving right away. Now that there are books that talk about this, there are different public speakers that talk about this. Um, if you need a list of personal development books, I can give you them. They all kind of talk about the same things, but they have value in all of them. Another one, another thing that a lot of people suggest doing, and I, I've just started implementing into my own life is when I make my to-do list in the morning, I take the hardest thing off the list. And I do it first. Get rid of that thing that you are dreading the most. Just knock it out of the park. And if you've read the book, Eat the Frog, you already know this concept. You take the thing that you don't want to do the, the most and you do it first. You eat that frog and you get it done. I just had to pause this because I got a phone call from my mother. My dad went in for a medical procedure today. I did know about it ahead of time. It's also part of the reason I was recording um, today instead of yesterday. He was He's had some stints put in for his heart, and she just called to say that everything went awesome. They had to add another stint in, but hooray, I'm so... I. Uh, the stress over worrying about your family and, and your, your parents is real, right? It's totally real. And so, but one of the things um, she said was, no, no, get back to your episode. Make sure you're recording it. And I was thinking, oh, she doesn't want me to procrastinate. <laughs> so it all comes full circle. But yay, dad, you're a rock star. And, and I love you. And I'm so glad that things all went well for you. We all have the same amount of time each day. We have the same amount of seconds, the same amount of minutes, and yet something that a lot of us say over and over again is, I don't have time to do blank. And it's a lie that we tell ourselves. We absolutely have the time. We just need to reprioritize things. You need to get rid of the things that don't serve you anymore and that are hurting you. I had to go through Instagram, of all things, and mute a lot of accounts because I was spending hours each week watching other people's lives and comparing myself. And you know what they say, comparison is the thief of joy. It was bumming me out and not helping me. All of those famous people, all those, um, I don't know, politicians, music artists, all of those people that you admire and look up to that are doing a bazillion things in a day, they have the same amount of time that you do. We just have to start using our time better. You also need to take time out for personal care getting a massage, going to get a mani-pedi, reading a really good book, listening to awesome music, going to a concert, doing these things that bring us comfort and relaxation will help us be better, stronger, faster, better at follow through, more relaxed, more confident. My boyfriend is someone who has an incredibly difficult time relaxing and decompressing and being idle, just being in a place and relaxed. It usually takes a few days if we're on vacation for me to see his shoulders come down because the man is constantly like ready for battle. He just is. But once that happens and once he mellows out and relaxes, it's almost like we, we rejuvenate ourselves when we do that and we're able to be more productive in that way. So taking care of yourself with personal care, setting up a morning routine, these are two excellent ways to, to start, at least start on the path to being more productive and having more follow through in your day-to-day -day life. 
Figure out what systems work for you. I'm a pen and paper gal. Some people are digital, but find those things, stick with them for long enough to see if you're going to be more productive using them. There are different apps you can use for, you know, to-do lists and for task management, but sometimes just grab a, you know, a notepad, write down a to-do list in the morning. See how that works for you. Write down a list of non-negotiables. These are the things that non-negotiable you have to do. These are the things that you need in order to be happy. These are the things that are vital to you, not anyone else, just you. Make that list. Look at it every single day. When you accomplish something or you hit small milestones, celebrate those. We are an animal that responds really well to reward. So even if it's small things, reward yourself in some way. It will encourage you to keep going forward and to keep following through on all of those things. And I can't even tell you, this one is super important. Don't overcommit your time. Don't agree to things that you don't actually want to do. And don't actually, just out of a sense of like, you you feel like you should. If you don't want to do something or you don't want to be somewhere, it is okay to say no, or not this time, or you know what, next time I can't do it right now. I, I I have way too much going on. Don't commit to those things that are going to drain your energy or bum you out or set you back at all. You don't, you're not required to show up for anyone but yourself. I mentioned earlier getting rid of the things that don't serve you, but also find the things that do. Uh, there are certain people online that I follow that I'm constantly inspired and motivated by. Find those people that really like put fire in you and, and encourage you to do things and, and teach you new things. Learning new things every day, every week, every month, every year is so good and so important. Once you have that list of non-negotiables and you have your morning routine and you found those people that inspire you and you've implemented all of these things, I assure you, you are going to find yourself more productive, more successful and happier. You're going to find out that you have a lot more time than you thought you did. There is never like, I don't have enough time unless you're, I don't know, who has a totally insane schedule. Actually, I just read an article about Mark Wahlberg's schedule in the morning and just reading it. I mean, you just have to Google it. It's a brand new article. Just reading it. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I would not be more productive that way. I would be way angrier that way. But for him, it works. And that very important piece that we talked about at the very beginning is there. He has a morning routine. It's a crazy morning routine. I think he gets up at like 3.30 in the morning or something insane like that. But he has that routine and he gets more done by 8 a.m. in the day than 80% of the population does. So morning routine. If you take anything away from this episode, it's that. Set your alarm for a little bit earlier tomorrow. See what you can get accomplished before the day starts. And then let me know how it goes. We all need to stop procrastinating and and we need to start following through on things that we say we're going to do. I'm closing today's episode. We're ending without a song. I took a look at the, the show statistics that iTunes and the other players give me. And it turns out you guys stop listening when I stop talking. So thank you so much for listening. If you have not yet, please subscribe. Please leave a review. Please share the podcast. If you would like to go even further and support the podcast, I do have a Patreon account for it. It is www.patreon.com backslash the spark effect. There will be a link in the show notes. Any contribution is so appreciated, but absolutely not required. But every cent helps me show up for you guys every week. I will catch you guys next Tuesday. Have an awesome rest of the week. Ciao.